John, if I think we're going to manage all these talkbacks, we should jump into them pretty right now. Uh, all right. Coming up now, we have six reports this morning. Yes. From kids all over Minnesota. Yep. Telling us about the wild world they live in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe you're thinking about doing a little phenology yourself. And we should uh, <coughs> we should tell you that there's going to be a, a big wing ding over at... Uh, over at Pequot Lakes, uh, Pine River. Pine River Bacchus School Bacchus, this yep. Saturday. This Saturday, the the uh, Happy Dancing Turtle B2B workshop is going to be coming up then. And a uh, chance to talk with uh, me and Sarah Mitchell and uh, learn a little bit about maybe doing some phenology on your own. So maybe we'll see you there. In Sarah, the meantime... Sarah produces these segments. Sarah is our producer, that's right. If Tuesday it weren't for morning. Sarah... None of this would be as smooth as it is. So you're going to be there Saturday yep. in Pine River. Yep. Okay. When do things get started? Do you know? Uh, I think it starts at 9 a.m. That's what right? I thought, yep. You can get more info at, uh, at our website, kexe.org slash nature. It starts at 8 a.m., 8 to 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's just more than you and Sarah talking for nine hours. Yeah, that's right. Okay. (laughs) We'll tell you more about that later, too. Right. Right now it's time to tell you that funding for student phenology is provided in part by the Minnesota Environment and Natural Resources Trust Fund. And our first report, as uh, has been our habit, is to start in the north and work our way down the state. And we are going to start in Bedette with Jackson from Andrew Pearson's class. This is Jackson with the phenology report from Budget for January 27th through February 3rd. On Friday, Verena reported seeing a fox feeding on a roadkill deer. Fox activity is picking up with mating season arriving. On Tuesday this week, the only sign of life on on a negative 22 morning was two ravens flying over the school. Finally, a grader was spotted searching for a s- snack during the recent cold snap. Hey, thank you, Jackson. Some good notes there. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking of those two ravens and minus 22 degrees. And there were mornings on the mail route when I'd be out driving and I knew the temperature wasn't going to make zero as a high that day. And nothing was moving except for a couple of ravens. They'd be like flying along. Like, hey, this is nice, you know, or sitting in a tree just... Getting some sun. Jackson, good job. The fox are moving. I saw some coyote tracks this morning on my driveway and that little tiny bit of new snow we got overnight. And uh, so, yeah, that was a pretty good day. All right. Uh, our next report comes from Zach Erickson's class at Cohasset Elementary. Matthew and Haven are our reporters. Hello, our names are Matthew and Haven, reading for Mr. Erickson's 5th grade science classroom at Cohasset Elementary School. We have made a lot of observations over the past week. It was a bit chilly today, so we decided to stay inside the classroom today, but Mr. Vladimir asked us to report on our plants. We talked about buckthorn and willow branches. We have made daily observations of the plant changes. We learned about the word pitoli which is the leaf stem 
Mr. Vladimir drew a picture to explain the word. He is really good at drawing. We also talked about the sugar maple branch. The branch has not made any changes. So Mr. Vladimir said, maple are slow to bud, but since it needs more time. Mr. Vladimir reminded us about the springtime and what observations we'll be making once the snow melts and the sun shines. He also reminded us about the winter solstice. We talked about the equinox, which is equal day and night. Groundhog's Day is coming up, which is halfway between the solstice and the equinox. Lastly, we also thought it was interesting that the bald eagles will be returning to their nest soon. Our class will be watching for the male and females to return to their nests. They should be fixing up the nest with sticks. The eagles will be grabbing grass to get ready to lay their eggs. We are excited to make our observations in the coming days. Our class is ready for spring. Nice report, Matthew and Haven. Thank you. Uh, Last week, they had a lovely pussy willow that had opened up full flower female. And uh, we we discussed that, and we showed them how to see the difference between the male flower and the female flower. And, of course, uh, the female flower was a pale yellow, so you could have mistaken it for a male flower. But, boy, you just got to rub your finger on it. And if there's not a lot, if there's yellow pollen on your finger, it's a male. <laughs> the females will not release anything off, your, off of the flower onto your hand. Our next report comes from Daxton from Darcy Rolf and Lee Jackson's 6th grade classes at the North Shore Community School in Duluth. Good morning. My name is Maria. My name is Ivy, and this is our report for the week of January 29, 2023 from Pike Lake Elementary School. Here are our observations. On Monday, I saw a deer red in the woods near my house. It got me thinking about how the deer feel when the temperatures are in the negatives. It must be really cold. On Wednesday, it was so cold that the snow was squeaking. I am curious about what caused the snow to do this. On Sunday, Zoe was on a walk when she found a downed tree with rabbit traps leading inside. There she found the hole filled with rabbit scat. She's trying to figure out if it just goes to the bathroom in there or does it sleep in there also. On Tuesday, Mr. Marone reported that when he dropped off his dog at puppy care, he noticed that there was a light in the sky. He noted that the... Days are getting longer. Also on Tuesday, Dylan reported having deer tracks all over on his snowshoe trail. He's sure they like it because they don't have to sit deep in the snow. On Wednesday, Ezra was blown away when the three deer walked right past her and they were not the slightest bit scared. She found it very unusual that the deer did not show any concern for her. Gavin was impressed with the orange, red, and pink sunset on Wednesday. It kept his interest and it made him feel happy, yet he knew that the temperatures were going to really fall. Carlia and Nora were observing the two dead deer that were placed in the school forest. They noticed that the parts being eaten first were the fatter parts. On Thursday, Amira reported that there were claw marks on the garbage bag they had outside. She's wondering what animal made the marks. She knows it isn't there because they are still hibernating. Finally, on Friday, Haley reported seeing a crow on the way to school. She thought the crow was crazy. Why would it hang out around here when it is so cold? This concludes our report from the outer reaches of the Proctor School District. Be aware. Things are happening out there. 
Thank you, Maria and Ina. That was from Rob Marone's class at Pike Lake Elementary School, which explains the thoroughness of the report. Rob is a great teacher and loves the out-of-doors and really instills that in his students, which is really satisfying. Talking about the the the, the girl who saw the, the rabbit going into the hollow log and, and sort of the, the pile of scat there made me wonder if maybe what she had seen was a porcupine den because the porcupines do that. They foul their nest. They don't... They poo right where they are. And if they happen to be in their bed, well, okay. They get along with that. Um, The difference would be size. The porcupine uh, scat is going to be, you know, like the length of, oh... Any one of your fingers from the from the last joint to the fingertip, so about an inch long for the most part. Um, rabbit scat, of course, is a little smaller than that. So uh, I didn't see it, so I don't know for sure. But uh, that just sounds more porcupine than rabbit. Uh, deer and and the claw marks that the young girl saw. I, you know. Uh, lots of things scratch, you know, fox, coyotes, uh, any of the mustelids, the weasels, the mink, the otters, all they all dig with their feet if they're trying to get at something. So hard to say what might have been out and clawing around, but think of the animals that are awake in the winter, and those are the ones that you want to su- suspect. We're going to try to have Daxton again from Darcy Rolf and Lee Jackson's class at the North Shore Community School. Hello from North Shore Community School on the North Shore of Lake Superior. This is the Phenology Report for the week of January 28, 2023. My name is Daxton and I'm your phenologist for this week. As of January 28th, Lake Superior's ice coverage is about 3%. The historical average of this time of year is 20%. With the dangerously cold wind chills this week, the ice coverage will continue to increase. The sea smoke on Lake Superior, especially in the early morning hours, looks like a billowing white clouds that reach the sky. This means that the water temperature is warmer than the air temperature. Miss Markon's class has been taking measurements of the snow drift outside their school window for four weeks. Their first measurement was four feet, four inches. Then it was five feet. Last week, it was six feet, seven inches. And this week, it remained the same at six feet and seven inches. On January 31st, the temperature was around negative 18 degrees below zero. This frigid temperature caused us to have limited recess time outside due to the severe cold and wind. On Thursday, February 2nd, there was cold wind chill advisory, so we did not go out at all for recess. Then on Friday, February 3rd, we had a three-hour late start as temperatures outside were below negative 14 degrees. The wind chill during the day on Friday was valued between negative 15 degrees and negative 25 degrees, which also caused our school to have indoor recess. Groundhog Day is is a popular North American tradition observed in the United States, Canada, and Australia. On February 2nd, the year the groundhog did see his shadow. When the groundhog sees his shadow, the prediction is, we will have six more weeks of winter. Caden observed that on February 2nd, there were a lot more crows by the compost bin than there had been previously. This concludes the phonology report. 
Have a great week and be observant. Thank you, Daxton. Good job. Those kids over there do a really nice... It must be something in the water over in Duluth Superior area because the, the Pike Lake School and the, and the North Shore Community School in Duluth, they, they just... The kids are really into it. They do a really nice job. I love the note about Lake Superior being 3% ice covered and normally 20% at this time of the year. I was reading something the other day about... Um, cold and cold hardiness, cold temperatures. And uh, the fact that Lake Superior and Lake Ontario, those are the two great lakes that typically freeze or partially freeze, and they are freezing to a lesser and lesser degree in uh, in the years since uh, since they began measuring those things. So it's it's uh, it's reflective of what is actually happening out there. As for their six foot seven inch snow pile, <laughs> uh, point guard maybe. <laughs> Sounds like he's got all the moves that I had, but I was not six feet seven inches tall. <laughs> yeah, and some cold weather this past week, but we've survived it and uh, looking like pretty nice weather coming up. Our next report comes from Laney, Reagan, and Riley from Homeschoolers Week at Long Lake Conservation Center. Hello, this is Lainey, Reagan, and Riley, reporting for the homeschool group at Long Lake Conservation Center from January 30th through February 1st, 2023. The weather is cold, chilly, arctic, and frosty. The birds that we saw were blue jays, snow buntings, pine grosbeaks, nuthatches, chickadees, grouse, and red-bellied hairy and downy woodpeckers. One gray squirrel was spotted under the bird feeders. Many squirrels' nests were seen in the trees. Some people think gray squirrels hibernate because they are not seen very often in the colder months. They are not hibernating, but they do sleep a lot in their warm winter nest called drays. The nests look like a big nest of leaves and twigs high in trees. Gray squirrels can be seen in the winter but they stay hidden and cozy in their dray when it, the weather is cold. The long lake porcupine, which by the way is right there, was in its tree to welcome us on Monday. Following the tracks led us to a culvert that goes under a path to the tracks kept going out the other side of the culvert into the woods. Two deer were seen on the lake. We looked at the waxing gibbets, moon, at night <laughs> enjoyed a bright pink sunshine on Wednesday morning. It was a great time in nature and we want to remind everyone to unplug, wear layers, and get outside and live, live connected. <laughs> wear layers and live connected indeed, yeah. Pine gross beaks, red bellies, downies, hairies, lots of woodpeckers in the area. Of course, uh, what would uh, report from Long Lake be without a note about the porcupine? And uh, and the porcupine is doing fine. Uh, deer, uh, the waxing gibbous moon, which caused some mirth among the students. So uh, good to hear that. And And I love the fact that they were able to identify the squirrel nests by their proper name, Dre's. D-R-A-Y-S, Dre's. And uh, and if you have a cluster of small branches in your tree, usually an oak, uh, look at the cluster. And if there are leaves mixed in with it, 
those branches were cut before they before the tree dropped its leaves. If they if you cut the branch off of a tree and pack it into a dray with green leaves on it, the green the leaves will turn brown for lack of of nutrients, but they won't fall off. And it forms a nice little cozy den for the for the squirrels. So, a little bit about drays. Our final report today is from way down south in Northfield, Minnesota. The phenology students from Michelle Martin's class at Prairie Creek Community School. Hello, everyone. We're back. This is Prairie Creek Community School, way down south in Northfield, Minnesota. We were away at Wolf Ridge ELC last week. That's where we I saw some lichen. There was a ton of lichen up there, but we still have some down here too. We were wondering if there are phenology signs for lichen like there are for birds. Speaking of birds, we've been hearing that Phoebe song. Eric saw some cardinals and blue jays. And on Sunday, Michelle heard a pump handle song of the blue jay for the first time. Aspen saw a red-bellied woodpecker. And a flock of robins was seen, too. We've been seeing a lot of box elder bugs and Asian beetles, but they're all on the inside still. It's a lot warmer today, and the sun feels warmer, too. But we're guessing more cold is still to come. This has been Prairie Creek Community School. One more step along the phonology journey. You know, uh, the, the kids raised an interesting question there about lichens and whether or not lichens have signs of... of uh, seasonality uh you know like the 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 deciduous trees the leaves turn brown and fall off and and the needles the older needles on the on the conifers turn brown and fall off uh i don't know of any corresponding action on the part of lichens i think they just go on being lichens i don't i can't recall any significant difference uh, good question for joe waluski we'll have to get a hold of joe and Joe has uh, written a book on lichens for the uh, state of Minnesota, for the northeastern part of the state of Minnesota. It's under the uh, uh, Northwoods Nature Series. Northwoods, I may have gotten that wrong, but uh, Stensis and Colath, or Colath and Stensis Publishing out of Duluth, uh, publishes the book on lichens that Joe wrote. And so we'll, we'll have to check with that. Cardinals down there, flocks of robins, chickadees singing Phoebe songs, the Blue Jays singing the pump handle song. And I haven't heard it up here yet, but you'll recognize it if you uh, if you have any experience with an old metal pump. Uh, and by the way, if you have one today, it'd be a great day to put your tongue on the handle. But uh, pump it a few times, and that squeaky noise uh, is sometimes duplicated by the by the Blue Jays in the spring. That's our phenology talkback segment for this week. If you are a teacher and would like to get involved, send us an email, jlatimer at kaxe.org or smitchell at kaxe.org, and we will get you set up.